0: From the day Satoshi released Bitcoin, other developers started to analyze it and, and pick it apart and look for flaws. And, and, and they're always going to iterate on Bitcoin. Uh, the software is can always be made stronger, can always be made more robust, can always add better privacy.
1: Buddy, and welcome back to the Why Bitcoin podcast, the podcast where we question everything, but mainly why Bitcoin. I'm your host. My name is Jeff. Joined here today with my, uh, hopefully on my side of the of the team here,
2: co-host Doug. Doug, how are you doing today? Uh, hello. Yes, and I don't know your side. I'm on my own side. I'm on Team Doug today. We're Screw on all. You, buddy.
1: So let me tell you this, Doug in Bitcoin, everybody hears, you know, eventually you slay your heroes. But one thing they don't tell you is that sometimes you have to slay your friends. Today on the show, joined for the third, it's the 3 Pete of d <laughs> Danny, hey. how, how are you doing, man?
0: Welcome back. Doing great. Uh, and, you know, I know we talked about ordinals in the DMs the other day before we get into it. But uh, I don't think we're nemesises today so
1: (laughs) i think we've been nemesises from the start well you will be by
0: the end of the show it'll be fine
1: uh i think for anybody listening yeah go back listen to our episodes with dan um cool dude uh in bitcoin you're gonna get in disagreements with people you're gonna have differing opinions it's always good to have friends to talk about bitcoin stuff with and i appreciate dan coming on to talk about bitcoin all right with that uh, should we start with a heartwarming story? Well, this is before... financial
2: advice. Said, that. Oh yeah. All that Heartwarming yeah. story.
1: Go. Heartwarming not financial story. advice. Buy as much Bitcoin as you can as before the end of the world. Buy Bitcoin. Yeah, dude. Okay. I got my shit from river, man. It's so yeah, nice. That's exciting.
2: That is a that's... fancy coffee mug. Dude. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Yeti per se. Cause I've never had a chance to deal with any of their shit, but like, That fucking coffee cup. Holy shit, dude. Like I make coffee hot and fresh in the morning. Right. Like I don't drink cold coffee. I just, I don't drink old coffee. I can't stand old coffee. It drives me nuts. It's like food. I don't do leftovers. I hate it. So like the other day, right. Made myself a big old pot of coffee, poured it into my river Yeti mug, you know? And then like, I went to go take a sip of that shit at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I had burned my mouth, dude. Like that, that shit works i don't know what they're doing it's some sort of voodoo magic or whatever but i love that fucking mug dude and the and the shirt shirt fits good that's nice good. nice quality they had to
1: stitch a couple of them together to ship yours out but that's
2: okay they made it happen fuck you cool awesome thank you oh did you get the did you get the zimbabwe note
1: she sent me 50 billion dollars as well it's right just, at my front also, door no
2: i also have 50 billion dollars why are so we even a, doing this stupid show it's a hundred billion dollars yeah, <laughs> 100 billion dollars of zimbabwean notes for us it's I gonna guess they're be called dollars i don't know
1: it, yeah they're called dollars it's gonna be great to um just break the ice with people coming into my house me like here's you know 50 billion dollars dan do you have any uh fiat you've been to el salvador you've been to some of these places do you have any like shitty fiat that you that you hold on to
0: yeah yeah when i went to uh bitcoin miami 2021 there was uh kind of a i don't know some kind of prank or whatever they had outside of the main arena, and it was f- like a dumpster full of Venezuelan bolivars. So yeah, I and I, I scooped that. up like I scooped up a couple billion dollars worth of that, <laughs> and it's uh, it's sitting in my nightstand. I've had I've had a, f- a few chicks over in the past few years that open it up and they see all that cash and they're just like <laughs> they think I'm rich, but these girls weren't very smart. They didn't know. They didn't know about the fiat debasement going on in Venezuela. And I didn't tell them. I just let them think I was cash rich.
2: I can't believe you. They, sp- they all walked away thinking you were some sort of like international <laughs> drug smuggler or something like that with like all different kinds of currency and shit.
0: Let, let them yeah. think it, you know, it's the the, Hell yeah. the mystery. There
1: I can't go. believe you still have a nightstand, man. What are you doing? You could sell that nightstand for sets. <laughs> Speaking from uh, experience, I, I actually did that. So I'm, I think last time we
0: talked... I think last time we talked to you it told me that you uh maybe it was on high hash rate or uh, yeah. this one. It's maybe oversold a little bit and you were like, oh, I need some furniture.
1: Yeah, but no, I'm I'm still rocking with some plastic bins beside the bed. It's fine. They they work fine. Furniture's for the bull market, boxes for the bear market.
0: <laughs> I will say my nightstand is uh is not a plastic bin, but it was from Facebook Marketplace and it's okay. you know, it was like three dollars. So
1: That's fair. That's fair. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right on. Right on. So yeah, dude. Right on. But, but I haven't bought anything of like high quality in so long getting this Yeti mug. I was like, Oh shit. I've heard about these. I've heard stories about the Yeti. So now I feel like I'm some high class coffee drinker. I could probably sell it. I'm probably going to sell it for stuff.
0: Garage sale. <laughs> I
1: probably could sell my fucking yeti mug for sats. sorry alex it's gotta go <laughs> i'll buy it from you for sats. okay no no i won't i'll keep that i'll keep it for a while all right with that let's uh let's okay listeners we have entered season five of the why bitcoin podcast which i have subtitled dan i don't know if you know this but it works out per, per- perfectly hmm The subtitle of season five is Disagreements. All right. Disagreements, dude. And I thought of that a while ago. And we're having a handful of people on the show that we disagree with that maybe we don't see eye to eye on on multiple different topics. And it just works out perfectly that the topic of today is a perfect disagreement amongst the Bitcoiners. So let's get into it. Today on the show, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, ordinals. (laughs) ordinals so i have a i have a bunch of thoughts um i think it's going to be fun because all three of us probably have different ideas i thought maybe it'd be fun for us each to give our own definition of what we think of think an ordinal is it might be tricky for for some of us but i'll start i'll start the way i would define an ordinal is basically just an to, to the to the layman, to the non-bitcoiner, I suppose, what is an ordinal? It's a and the ability to make an NFT on Bitcoin, at the very basic stance of it. Dan, how would you define an ordinal?
0: Sure, uh, I'll go a little bit deeper and a little bit into the, I guess, technicalities before I go I jump in. Um, oh wait,
1: ordinals. Do, hmm. let, let me. You're an actual programmer, right? So you know a little bit more about the programming side of it, which I thought was interesting. So I just want to let, yeah, yeah. let anybody in the audience know that you get more of the backhand of what's actually going on on the time chain and how they work. So I, I think that'll be an interesting aspect. Yeah, yeah. This.
0: Yeah, so I'm a I'm actually a software engineer at Swan Bitcoin. So I work in uh, business applications. Uh, I build stuff like Swan Advisor Services, which there's not a ton of um interaction with or at least from what i'm coding um with the the time chain itself uh, i've got better understanding of it than i guess a non engineer but um i don't work on it every single day i've done some stuff with lightning uh, mostly for uh, the bitcoin beach wallet but um yeah so i have you know i generally understand most of what i read what i learn about the time chain, the protocol itself. But so with that background in mind, um, an ordinal in number theory and set theory is just a generalization of numbers. It's kind of an enumerated set, one through N, uh, whatever set you've got there. So what the ordinal's protocol uh, built on Bitcoin is essentially doing is it's trying to track sats. Now, this is not... Legitimately, this is not how sats work. They don't, it's kind of like a, a jar of jelly beans. You you pour your sats in and out. But in this ordinals protocol, which people have kind of agreed to um you know, abide by or to to agree exists, but it's not really true, um, is that based on when a my a sat is mined and the input output order that it's spent. Uh, It kind of creates this ordinal set so that they can track individual sats based on this protocol. And using that that technology, they are claiming that you can put an inscription, which is what these NFTs are. They can be... uh, jpegs they can be html files i believe they can be pdfs they can even be audio files if you go on the ordinals website you can see some of the recently minted ones people have put songs on there Um, so they're inscribing these sats with this data this extra data Um, and it's lives directly on the layer one on the blockchain and so using this ordinals protocol people believe they are creating nfts with sats that they can track and own which is not exactly true but if you go by this protocol it's kind of how it works out so yes what you said with a little bit of extra on top
1: okay that's fair doug do you have an idea of how you would define an ordinal
2: well it's hardly fair to put me after the fucking tech guy isn't it no but no this (laughs) is this is is good told you what it was but
1: But what is it to you yeah what is it to you because you're not the tech guy and i feel (laughs) bullshit Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to fucking hear. I think that's important for people to listen to. <laughs> that's, it. that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay.
2: Fiat bullshit.
1: <laughs> right on. Right on. So, Dan, would you do you think they're bullshit or not bullshit? I guess is that um, the first question. And I, I mean, let me. Yeah. I'm not the. I'm not the interviewer here. I think this should be more of an open discussion. I want you guys to ask questions too, and just kind of you know we'll keep it flowing around. But yeah, at the base layer, do you think? Well, then, ordinals yeah, are... just
2: open the floor to Dan first. Then let him let him say his piece on it, and then okay, we'll that's fair. There. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, based on the uh, the DMs we had, it, it might come across I'm like this big supporter of ordinals, which is not the case whatsoever. I was actually that in that particular evening, just kind of uh, feeling annoyed with some of the groupthink and was just trying to be contrarian. But ultimately, I think it's stupid. I mean, I'm not going to use it. Uh, it's a interesting. It's an interesting in the sense that it exposed what so many in the Bitcoin community kind of considered to be a settled debate, right? Like SegWit was the right decision or, you know, the best of the decisions available at the time. Uh, Taproot, you know, everybody on, on Bitcoin Twitter in, in late 2021 had their little green uh, box in there. Twitter profile name to signal their support for the taproot activation, which was also uh, the way that consensus rules were met, according to Luke Dash. Anyway, uh, was an attack on Bitcoin. We can go into that a little bit if you'd like. But yeah, so it's it's causing the community to reflect on previous policy and consensus decisions, which now that the second order effects are being uh, becoming apparent, it's it's. Uh, causing a lot of debate about whether those things were correct if we thought through everything, the game theory of how this would play out uh, thoroughly enough before making these big decisions to soft work. Um, so in that sense, I think that there is benefit to the community and to the, <clears throat> to the network um, rethinking uh, how we make decisions and maybe not rushing those. But in terms of how, you know, people this is an attack on Bitcoin. I think it's kind of a bit of, a bit of hysteria. Um, I think that there's a, you know, people are, they've got a little anxiety. Maybe they're second guessing their conviction in the, their thesis of hyper Bitcoinization money, you know, the reserve currency, so to speak. And they're kind of projecting it on these stupid NFTs that, um, I do not believe at this point based on what i know are a uh legitimate threat to bitcoin i mean i think that there's some benefits that could be gained from it not necessarily from the nfts themselves but um yeah i just i don't i don't think it's this big uh catastrophe that we're, we've gotten ourselves into
1: i'd ag- I- i'd agree with a lot of what you say i think the A lot of people are freaking the fuck out. Like this is going to break Bitcoin. If you think it's going to break Bitcoin, then you don't understand Bitcoin. And if you think like, I don't know, man, I kind of just feel like they don't matter because if you, if you think about what a sat is worth, nothing, a sat is worth a sat. The whole idea of Bitcoin is that they're fungible. You can attach a picture or a song or whatever the fuck you want beside a sat. That sat doesn't represent that it's just attached to it. If I, as a user say, I don't care about that attachment to that set, then it loses all value. And I think over a long enough time, like a long enough time frame, everybody's going to realize that
2: like nobody. Well, Dan, can you, can Dan, can you clarify something for me? Cause I tried to get the answer to this. I try, I asked around, I, I tried yeah. to read this tech stuff. Does the desert does, does, so the ordinals are just in place, right? Like those are just a thing, correct?
0: Yeah. Essentially.
2: Okay. So, so the only time you ever really see an ordinal is if you're actually looking for it, like in the, in the
0: code, right? Or something, right. Uh, so in the yeah in the uh, the block data, the okay. witness data.
2: So the question I have, and and nobody ever answered it because I put it out, I put it out on Noster, I put it out on Twitter. Nobody really answered the question. Does designating an ordinal? Does they? Uh, does using the ordinal to designate? a sat as specific to something right like uh to inscribe like, yeah you're inscribing yeah. in the sat does so that somehow change the
0: fungibility no uh, okay. it, it, it's kind of you know it's something like you know like jeff said um you might really care about it it's it subjective. Be, it's your baby. Sure. Like if you have sure. non KYC well, sats, right? Like you just here's... love those sats, but my node doesn't care that your sats are KYC or not. It's going to accept right. them. It's, it's, you can spend. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay. So this is, this is kind of where my mind goes to because the internet is an awful, cute he- place and no one should ever use it, but it's awful. But like child porn, right? Somebody puts child porn on using the ordinal, you know, subset or whatever. To put that into a SAT, does that follow the SAT around forever, then?
0: Uh, Not. Yes and no. Yes Um, and no. Yeah, that's so you you can you don't have to download this data on your node. You can you can prune this data um, and still be considered a full node. Um, So you don't have to subject yourself to any liability in, in that sense. even understand my question right like no i do i I I think
2: that's a legitimate concern just like there's gonna be people do unsavory things on the internet and now we've made it so that they can attach unsavory things to the blockchain to to forever in perpetuity you know like uh you know i put my brother's you know i put my brother's kind of mini obituary on there you know like right now You know what I mean? It's like, right. I helped. Yeah. That's why I helped. Exactly. Yeah. 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 right? You literally Um, helped me do something like this, but it was just, it was, I mean, God, we couldn't even use past like what 40 characters or something like it was just text, you know? So, so what, but now the game is changing. Now it's auto audio. Now it's, you know, this
0: is, um, this is not a new concern. Uh, I don't know the specific details about how it could be done, but, this was not, this is, this was possible in the past and people uh, it's been a concern for several years. Um, It's just not one of those things that, yeah, it's disgusting. It's gross, but it's, I know, you know, I don't know what the implications exactly. Uh, I don't, the the idea that the government would come in and consider everybody that has a node that's not pruned uh, or not running a a version that doesn't have to store the stuff. Um I don't, there's there's no real reason to believe that they are going to come and consider everybody everybody child I'm not porn even
2: necessarily worried about the government. I'm worried about just I I just don't want it. Like I'm sorry, but Totally. Totally. I mean, I understand. You know that, what yeah. I mean? It's like or or just some some normie out there going, "Oh yeah, Bitcoin? Yeah, that's where the child porn lives." It's like shit. Okay, great. Now the entire argument for sound money has just been, you know, kind of blown out the door by the the quote unquote bigger issue you know like no I get the, you
0: yeah you know what only... I, you know what
1: annoys can I just what, one thing that annoys me about that argument it's like it's the exact same uh you could say the exact same thing that you say about people use Bitcoin for drugs. It's like what the fuck did they use before Bitcoin? They used US dollars. And guess what US dollars are
2: funding a fuck ton of child pornography and horrific shit right which is exactly which is frustrating if i get a dollar bill out of the till at the gas station there's nothing tied to that dollar bill that said oh by the way you know this this paid some horrible human being to do awful things well that's not true that's
1: that's kind of not true that actually it basically it does say that i don't know what the stat is but it's like 99 point something percent of all u.s dollar bills have cocaine on them and whatever the fuck that is and. Yeah, the same way that you wouldn't know whether or not your dollar bill exchanged hands from two pimps is the same way you wouldn't know if your SAT exchanged hands between two uh, that, quote unquote bad actors, right? Unless you go diving into unless looking, you decide to put it on it. the
2: blockchain.
0: Yeah, but the the um, the trace the, the the traceability or the connection to an actual SAT that uh, you may have possession of, or you know, in your or it's in your custody, et cetera. That is not that that connection is not uh le- like fully legitimate. It's it's kind of using this ordinals protocol and the way that they try to track SATS, but it's not um it's not actually tied to a specific UTXO in your wallet. And I could be wrong about that, but based on what I've read, this is this is only what, this connection what? between these sats and these, what's inscripted on them and like actually knowing the specific sat that you have and that being tied to the NFT, quote unquote, uh, is, is 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 not exactly, from my understanding, uh, yeah. technically. See, that was
2: kind of my, that was my question earlier. It's like, right. this is just because initially it got explained to me that, no, no, it's just on the blockchain. But then I was reading what an ordinal is and I'm like, but it's somehow tied to the individual sat. That's why they're calling it an NFT. Because you are basically saying the sat represents an NFT and because you can track the sat, you can go ahead and trade the sat as an NFT because it has this thing, you know, whatever it is, you know, JPEG or whatever. It has, the sat is attached to the JPEG, which means that the, because I don't remember exactly. NFTs have,
0: yeah, go ahead. It's connected to that kind of like through this ordinal's numbering system, but like the there is this ordinal numbering system is not uh you know it's not objectively true it's just kind of how they track it and there's no there's it's not it's like saying somebody's saying like oh i've marked these gold coins um to have this specific uh what do you want to call it like a serial number Mm -hmm. but it's only if you're using this database that i've got these serial numbers like the serial number is not it's not uh, referenced anywhere else in the world. It's just kind of through this individual system. So
2: yeah. And different people have different ordinal systems then?
0: um, Yeah.
1: Everybody could technically, right? Yeah. So then
2: in theory, in theory, then you like could have multiple, multiple sat number one, sat number two attached to a sat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, um, NFTs I, I don't on know other cha- uh, on yeah, other I'm chain asking. nfts Dude. on other chains right like you've got the same image file on imgur or whatever linked to different nfts on you know the ethereum blockchain or the cardano blockchain or whatever um yeah it, it well it was even worse
2: for them right because after to... the nfts were just a link to like a That's server yeah. somewhere yeah exactly you know? like you could have multiple like if you, NFTs if you, if you swap link if you went into the server and you swapped the picture then you suddenly had a different, you know, image kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. right. So at
1: the core of what a SAT is though, man, like Dan, you probably know this. When people, I've heard it explained. If you have a UTXO and somebody else has a UTXO, you make a transaction. You're not like getting that person's UTXO. They're both combining, smelting down and making a new UTXO. So the idea that you even are transferring a SAT technically... And like logically doesn't even make fucking sense. Like no, exactly. that, that's that's what frustrates me. It's like there aren't SATs. <laughs> this is gonna maybe trigger some people that don't get it, but like SATs don't fucking exist,
0: really. Right? No, you're right. They're abstract. <laughs> it's an abstract idea. It's an ab-
1: Yeah. So the idea that you're giving this SAT, uh, oh, this is SAT number one. And I, one way that it was explained that I did kind of get is you could make certain. "Quote unquote," certain sats more rare than others. Like, oh, this sat was mined at the exact moment of the having. It's the first block of the having, so these sats are really cool. And if you can keep track of that, then that would be "quote unquote" more valuable. But that's only again that comes back to subjectivity, where it's only if you care that those sats were born at the, the having that they're worth more. It's like the same way, right. but you know, like in uh, in third world countries. They only accept fresh, clean, crisp dollar bills. You can't go there with a a ratted up dollar bill. They won't accept it. So in that sense, one dollar bill does not equal one dollar bill. But that's because they've all made a social consensus that that's how it works. Whereas on Bitcoin, one sat is always going to equal one sat because they're always going to be indestructible. And they're always going to be transferable. And they're always going to be, you know, all the buzzwords that Bitcoin is.
2: How yeah, would I mean, you even like set a sat aside? Like you, you, you no, buy. That's the point. A, what would you have to, like create a whole wallet for it? Basically,
0: no. It's so we've we've me. I've said a whole lot here, and so has is, is Jeff about what we think ordinals are. But the most accurate description so far has been what you said, Doug. It's just fiat bullshit. What's the definition <laughs> of fiat? Is an arbitrary order, just a, it's out, made from decree. Somebody has said this. There's no objective uh truth behind it it's, it's not tied to reality so that's all this is it's just fiat bullshit literally no let, i know I, I, be...
2: I i'm not even arguing at this point dan like <laughs> sure, i'm just sure. trying to understand them better you know because it's like yeah yeah like i instinctually you know my gut at reaction instantly is yes it's fiat bullshit but then i know there's people listening who don't get it and they want a little bit deeper dive than than fiat bullshit believe me i got a lot to say on the subject but i, I did cut jeff off earlier so continue jeff
1: no, I think you carry on. I can't remember where I was. It's fine. Yeah. Keep going.
0: I think basically this ordinal system, if it became um, social consensus, right? If like the majority of the world started to just say, hey, like based on how they're tracking sats, we're following that. And so these people's claims that their sats are are special. Uh, in that sense, uh, it could be uh, a bigger deal, I guess. Um, Problem, but at the, end of the, at the at the end of the day, what Jeff has said is, is really correct. It's, it's, it's not real.
1: It's just going to be, I I can't, kind of a thing. I can't see it being anything more than a fad. My only concern is that, and I don't think, yeah, none of us were around for when the block size wars were actually happening. Dan, I'm going to assume you read it because you're a good Bitcoiner, but like, fuck man, it's hard to say when that was happening. I actually was just on Twitter talking to, to Francis about this. I'm like, did people think the big blockers were just a fad at the time? Or did people think mm-hmm. that it was something serious? Yeah. Like, what was the I don't know what the fucking mentality was of just the general? It's weird when you look back at Bitcoin history because it's all makes such it's so obvious, right? Oh, Mount Gox, obviously don't store your coins on Mount Gox. But while it's happening, you're like, oh shit, I don't know. This exchange is where my coins are. Blah blah blah. Big blockers were small blocks. Looking back, it's obvious. Yeah, big blocks are fucking stupid, blah, blah, blah. And but at the time, you don't know. So I don't know. The only, con- not the only, the main concern I have is I don't know if we're in one of these major events or if we're in just another phase of stupidity that will be gone in a couple weeks when the next, when the next story pops up. So I'm kind of curious what your guys' thoughts are on that. Do you think this is a big deal or do you think this is something that's going to pass by quickly?
0: Yeah, I mean... Back in the block wars, block size wars, um, it wasn't so obvious that it was just a fad. I mean, it was mm-hmm. there was legitimate question. I mean, the, the big block idea, the bigger block idea. It's in hindsight, right? Like we consider that that was a bad choice, um, but it wasn't obvious that it was. I mean, it was. It would have been better for miners. It would have been better for businesses. It would have been better for a lot of people using the network. Um, It's just the question of the long-term values uh, of Bitcoiners at the time and today, uh, you know, decentralization, um, having the the node be able to be uh, synced and ran effectively by pretty much most of the world, right? Like those are everything's a trade-off I guess is what I'm trying to say right like there were there were just trade-offs and it wasn't super obvious that it was a fad and I don't think that this is super obvious either and this is obvious I mean it's only been like a week this is going to be playing out potentially for much longer than that um so yeah it's it's yeah it's, it's really hard to it's easy to just look back in hindsight and, and make say you made the right decision or not but it's, it's yeah it's not obvious now
2: yeah, I I think I would slightly disagree with you, Dan, in the sense that I, and this is going to bring me to my larger point, which I'm I'm going to take a few minutes to to make if you guys don't mind. But I do think this is exposing a lot of people uh, on the subject, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a, a specific tweet in the in the chat here so you guys can see it because, and then I'll read it out loud too for the audience at home. But, uh, so this, this chick, Isabel Fox and Duke, uh, was this two, three days ago? She says, if you're fighting ordinals, you're fighting permissionlessness. And I think that says a lot about the type of people that are, are like for this, like they're pushing it, they're promoting it. And, and it was interesting to me, this specific one, because if you go through the, the, you know, the whole thing, she starts arguing about how, um, the whole point of Bitcoin is that it operates perfectly without any shoulds, right? Cause people were arguing with her or whatnot. And I want I wanted to bring up something else, which I think this, this whole episode cast a light on a lot of people. And uh, permit per rant for two seconds here, a lot of people say, you know, Bitcoin is for enemies and, and Bitcoin is for everyone. And I'm going to go on record as saying, I disagree with that. And here's why I've come to the conclusion through, I listened to a guy called Dan Kelly, not Dan Kelly, sorry, Jesse Kelly. And he said something a couple of months back that really made me start to think about this, and this is this idea of exclusivity, right? The more, this is kind of his definition. So I'm going to use it and then I'm going to bounce off of it. But the more you care about something, the more exclusive you are about it. Okay, so just simple, simple things, right? Your marriage, your family, your house, those are very important to you. You're not going to just throw the doors wide open to your marriage or to your house or to access to your children. You're going to be defensive of those things, right? And that can extrapolate out into your country or any idea, any idea that you hold dear, you are exclusive about it. You think it's an important thing to keep lack of a better term pure, right? And this idea that somehow we're not allowed to have opinions about what happens to the Bitcoin protocol, because otherwise we're, we're not, we're against permissionlessness is just, it's, it's obtuse thinking to me. And it's not very true because the, the entire idea of Bitcoin is that it's a consensus network. We're all agreeing to, to use this protocol to track our Value to you know, to however you want to say it, to track our wealth, to track our value, whatever. And at its core, Bitcoin, as it was conceptualized, was this idea of look, it's a ledger that just oh, okay, <laughs> it, it's just a ledger that keeps track of you know, Doug borrowed five bucks from Dan and gave it to Jeff. Like, that's what Bitcoin is, it's just a ledger of the money, that's all it is. And so this idea that we're gonna fuck with it is disconcerting to me just so that so that what a bunch of f heads and and like guys like dan held can can talk about how awesome this new thing is again fiat bullshit i'm being exclusive about bitcoin because i think bitcoin is that important it's that important to me that i don't want people to fuck with it I think, especially on the base layer, like if you want to go L2, L3, whatever, you know, and you want, to, you want to add some cool shit to it that you think is awesome, but I don't have to give a fuck about, I'm fine with it. I really don't care. But when you start screwing with layer one Bitcoin, I think it, it's, it can be dangerous. I do think it's, it's not a nothing burger in the sense that you're fucking with the bottom of it. You're fucking with the base. And that, I think, could be dangerous. And I do... I'm sorry. I'm exclusive about it. I don't want people fucking with the base. I think it's a bad idea. I'm done. Go ahead.
1: So I think the idea... I actually kind of agree with her that it's permissionless. And that, yeah, I still stand by Bitcoins for enemies. I still stand by... if. I think that's what shows the anti uh, a Bitcoiner term the anti fragility of Bitcoin. I think if you want to try and quote unquote attack Bitcoin, which I don't think I don't think um, Ordinals are even an attack, but if you want to try and attack, if you want to go in and try and fuck around with it, I think the more people that do that, the better, because all it's going to show is that Bitcoin don't give a fuck and TikTok next block is what we're going to see. We're going to see that okay, somebody uh, put in Ordinals to this thing, and all all it's showing is. Yes, yeah, Segwit was a soft fork, and Taproot was another soft fork, right? Which is only a con- constriction of the rules, if I if I understand them correctly. It makes the rules tighter, and so yes. it, at any point, at any point, and this this was actually my other thought I had. We could see in fifty years, hundred years, hundred and forty years, when all the block when all the blocks are mined, the people living in that age could literally just say yo, the the Bitcoiners from the 20, what are we in? The 2020s were fucking retarded. Let's just all run Bitcoin 0.1 and it would work just fine. Like whatever, whatever the first one Satoshi launched was, I don't know what the actual number was, but um, like, and it would still work fine. So all these updates, it, it just matters what the largest group of people are running on.
2: No, and I agree with that. But her point was, you shouldn't question this. Like, you shouldn't question ordinals. No. Yeah, you shouldn't I disagree have any debate. Because huh. because then you're questioning permissionlessness. And and Bitcoin is supposed to have no... It's, and at one point, she even says, like, you know, rules without rulers or something like that. Which is like, yeah, exactly. Rules without rulers. But that doesn't mean that, that nobody, you know, like, we still have rules. And we can yeah. still question the rules that are in place. And as a consensus, we can change them. We've done it. So her her point was dumb. But my point is, my point in bringing her up specifically was this idea that somehow we're not supposed to question ordinals because if you do, you're against freedom and you're against Bitcoin, like the the concept of Bitcoin. And it's like, no, I I just want to defend Bitcoin because I think it's important to defend the best money that's ever existed. And I don't think any idiot who comes along and decides he wants to make a quick buck on Bitcoin NFTs should, should you know, I don't think he should do that. And I think I should make my argument for why he shouldn't do it, you know? And if enough people overrule me, fine. I guess we gotta, whatever. But this idea that we shouldn't be allowed to question ordinals is something I'm seeing a lot of like in the space now. A lot of people that are pitching ordinals are basically saying you're, you know, you're not doing Bitcoin right if you if you argue with ordinals.
1: Okay, well, at a... Like- at a- at, just quickly at a base layer, anybody that says you shouldn't question something is a fucking idiot. I mean, that that's the entire point of our show is you should question everything. And I think the masses have been led down a path to not question. And that goes back to the authoritarian authoritarianism that's been taken over by the youth, the, the youth of today. Hey, just trust your doctor. Cause they know what's best for you. Trust the fireman. Cause he knows how to run the hose. Trust the dentist. Cause he's going to pull your teeth out. Don't, don't ask questions. And that whole fucking mentality has to go. So I 100% agree with you there. Um yeah, anybody that's pushing don't question the narrative that that's a big red flag. Okay, go ahead Dan. Sorry, I had to jump in.
0: Yeah, uh I don't know the Isabel Fox and Duke person. Um uh, but as Jeff said there's kind of a broader sentiment that kind of follows that um that line of thinking and I I interpret what those people are saying a little differently i think i don't think they're saying you can't question i think that of course we can question question everything and we should and we should debate it uh publicly especially for something like bitcoin uh but i think that it is more of you can't stop it it is within the consensus rules so unless you are willing and to fork it or to to make changes that everybody else agrees to make uh to the protocol there's nothing you can do about it it's kind of a a smug like in your face like this is this is within the consensus rules i could do what i want if you don't like it shove a stick up your ass um so in that (laughs) sense it's that's you know it's annoying but um no but that your
2: assessment is correct like like you're not wrong that that is the point right sure sure but the, but like I, it was either you or jeff was just saying like the whole idea is we need to debate these things absolutely but i'm you know my argument is i'm seeing a lot of people that are like oh these people that don't like ordinals they just don't get it it's like yeah you gotta okay, meet that like, shit, man that
1: that's not a good debate you to know be but
2: these are people that like like okay like it's like you know guys like dan held and some some other people that oh um who who's your who does bull bitcoin
1: francis
2: yeah i was just talking to him. yeah
1: i'm pretty sure he's pro pro no he's, he's not he's, no, he's 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 he? okay maybe yeah, i, I misunderstood his
2: tweet then yeah okay all right so all right then i apologize francis i did not mean to besmirch besmirch but, but others anything, like but like uh, uh steve barber uh from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yes <laughs> exactly thank you i knew there were people out there oh no jeff is Jeff, can you hear us? Am I? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Don't tell okay. me I'm gone again. Uh, yeah, you oh, just so went geez. yellow for a second. Just keep okay. going. Keep going. Dan, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think that there is, like when I say the hysteria is overblown in some of this uh, projection, I think that there's a lot of people who are worried that um, these NFT use cases, a bunch of people rushing to to speculate on on Bitcoin with these, uh, is going to crowd out the Monetary transactions, um, and and it's gonna, it's basically just gonna become a bunch of bullshit on chain, and that's gonna be pretty much all the blocks. What all the blocks are, and I think that that is where some of that crisis of conviction is. Is this worry that this is gonna be these NFTs? So like people are like NFTs are worthless, right? But at the same breath, they're kind of worried that NFTs are gonna bring down, uh, not not bring down Bitcoin, but it's, it's spoil it in a sense or take over, spam it. Uh, dominate the you know the mempool and 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 all this stuff and it's just I I I think if you really think that NFTs are worthless then you should not be so worried that it's gonna crowd out the uh, the financial transactions the hardest money that ever lived I think it's just yeah I mean, that that's kind of how no, I I, see I it. would
2: agree with that I would I would I would piggyback off of that though and I'd ask you a question about. Do you think that the miners are behind this because it is going to, in theory, raise their rates? Like, is that what? Is that where these guys like Steve Barber are kind of? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, this they they so this come is, out and so, say it. And okay, Luxor, and Luxor I, I is the one fair, that, right? yeah, Luxor tech team on Twitter, uh, but the Luxor mining pool they were the ones that mined the three point nine six megabyte block, the biggest block in uh, in history, and it had no. Uh, transaction fees, because I think that they've either speculated that somebody who made it paid them o- over the counter for those transaction fees, or I think Luxor just made it themselves to do it, just to say they just could do to, it, just to say that they right. did it. But, but yeah, the, the miners are definitely. I, I don't know if this is great for home miners. I think I read that maybe home miners would or were getting less benefit from this, but the 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 big miners are um, they're seeing. Uh, they're optimistic about uh, the the transaction fees coming across and, and raising their revenue.
1: Okay, so let's just talk about what a transaction is quickly, because this is where transaction fees really come into play and what the uh, miners are getting and what you as a Bitcoin user would want to do. Ideally, economically, you'd want to spend The least amount of sats or you know even call it dollars at this point per transaction and the way you do that is by having less data in your transaction so that it's less computing that the miners have to do so if you have and this is why people say don't get like a thousand utxos you you want to have them consolidated because if you have 1400 utxos that each have you know 20 sats on them and then you go to make a transaction the miners have to consolidate all those which takes takes uh, v bytes, and then they have to send that off. And then that causes more transaction fees needed to be done. Ideally you just have, and I, I might be backwards in this, but ideally you just want to have one large UTXO. The miner says, okay, I'll take this. I'll break it into two. There goes that UTXO. And now you're left with the change and then it's done. So what the, the ordinals people are doing with these inscriptions and shit is attaching files and other junk to their transactions, which the miners look at and say, Ooh, look at this big transaction. It's going to, I'm going to have to process a lot of work for it. It's going to cost me a lot. So I'm going to charge this person a lot for it. But the people making the ordinals are saying, that's fine. I'm willing to pay that cost because this sat or this UTXO or whatever it is, is worth more to me than what the actual value of the sats are. So they're, So they're, yeah, they're, they're basically messing with what the value of a sat would be on a, on a given thing. And then they're saying that other people should value it at more because they paid more for it, which is just stupid. I mean, I'm never going to recognize a UTXO that's more valuable because it's got a picture on it. I don't give a fuck if it has a picture or not. Like that comes back to your subjective uh, value. If somebody else wants to pay and and this is where I kind of again, go back to the permissionlessness of it. It's like, if you want to pay a whole bunch of money to get your transaction into the next block, go like that. It doesn't bother me. Go ahead and do that. I don't care. I can just wait for the next, next block. And I actually did that recently when this whole thing was going on. I had a transaction to make and you go into blue wallet. It says, where do you want your transaction to be? High priority, low priority, Uh, or medium low, and then I think there's like the last one. I just clicked the last one and I sent the transaction off, and it didn't go through for 12 hours, and it didn't matter because eventually it goes through. So they can have all their big, stupid transactions go through. It's not going to affect your transaction as a regular Bitcoin user unless you really care about getting into the next block, which it, it. At that point, it's like, just use fucking lightning anyways. So that kind of disregards all that shit at the same time. But that's another topic that I kind of want to talk about later. But as far as just making the transaction goes, it it shouldn't affect you at all. And if they want to pay more, they can. And then on top, well, I have one more thing to say, but maybe you guys want to comment on that. Would you agree with me or disagree with me? Did I explain your transaction correctly, Dan?
0: Yeah, uh, you did some... The the issue that is I think most controversial about ordinals when it comes to people who um, really have a good understanding of uh, the protocol and and all these things we're talking about right here is that um, the the data that they're using uh, is not because it's not the transaction data it is the the witness data this right. that the the data that they are paying for um, is discounted relative to uh, transaction data. So these NFT, these ordinals creators, that they're using a lot of uh, data. It's unlimited up to the the four megabyte block limit. So you that's why you could have one uh, transaction that takes up the whole block. Um, is is that when you see people talking about uh sats per vbyte? It's these. Um, it's this second type of data that they're using for these jpegs uh, that is it costs less it's, it's it's essentially discounted so it's they're able to spam quote unquote the blockchain uh with this data that is not transaction data and it's actually cheaper to do it than to you know just do a regular transaction
1: and that's what taproot enabled one of the side effects of taproot is that right tap
0: taproot, you- taproot enabled the uh just uh, essentially unlimited amount of data that you can add mm-hmm. As segwit is uh what discounted that witness data
1: okay okay well either way they're yeah they're jamming more data into a thing than the regular bitcoin transaction would be which there's but- you know
0: there's not there's not i mean the, the blocks have been not full for a long time uh so mm-hmm. the miners are leaving a lot out there so it's uh bear with me here this is a rough um, a rough analogy and you, you might hate it, but it's similar to me with the, uh, people who complain about Bitcoin mining, wasting energy when it's just mostly consuming energy that would have been wasted anyways. Mm Um, so it's, it's, it's not, you know, you could claim that there's like this finite amount of carbon dioxide that could be in the atmosphere. And at a certain point that it boils the oceans for real and we all die, or that there's this limited or, you know, this scarce amount of energy available to the world uh and they're wasting you know that but it's it's not like that's not how energy works right like it's every you know it's not how bitcoin works every 10 minutes a block is mined and if that space isn't being used um that's that's wasted space um so yeah
1: yeah that's fair it's not yeah that's where they're saying they're not breaking any of the consensus rules it's like the shit's there Mm -hmm. we can use it but i bring it back to Like, I just, what this really reminds me of is going back when, before China had banned Bitcoin, I remember when I first came in bigger or like transaction fees and all this shit was, it was just regular that it was, well, comparative today, it was high, right? Like they were way Mm -hmm. higher and there's a quote unquote conspiracy theory that China was just spamming the, the blockchain with, with transactions to make it. I don't know why to to get their their yeah, miners. BitME. It was a yeah, right.
0: that they were spamming it because they would, it would give them. They would higher get fees. more. Right, exactly. they weren't necessarily mining all those transactions, but they were filling the mempools so that you had to bid up your legitimate transaction uh, mm-hmm. with higher fees for it to go through. And also, I think it was blockchain.com, which I mean, how many people actually check blockchain.com or follow that? But I think you know, at least in 2020 and 2021. Had the most amount of uh, its wallet was like the most commonly used wallet in Bitcoin, and they uh, the node that they ran didn't switch to Segwit uh, until like twenty twenty two, maybe. So the larger transactions that uh, that consume more space, essentially, um, they were they were that's where all those transactions were done. So it was like they had made this upgrade to make the blockchain more efficient and make blocks more efficient but uh, people weren't using it and they were trying to for whether they were just you know carelessly not upgrading or if they were doing something <clears throat> deliberately to be nefarious um yeah they was just, just kind of almost a cent you could consider that like a spam or an attack
1: but the thing is at the end of the day it didn't work anyways bitcoin just kept ticking right. along and it did right. I, I think that's the key takeaway here is like, it sounds so cliche, but Bitcoin really does not give a fuck about any of this. Like that that's, that's what keeps me feeling good at night. Doug, I, I think you messaged me and you were like, is this something to be concerned about? I don't think it's anything to be concerned about except for the, the concern is in the morality of what, what people are uploading as it were to the blockchain right. and whether or not you're going to have to, to download that. And so, Uh, the other can, the other thing people are worried about is like bloating it up and all that shit, but as where it stands, they can only upload so much, or I don't know if uploads the right term, but attach so much data to a transaction. And even if they're all full, like I saw this recently, even if every block is full for the next hundred years, you're still going to be able to run the blockchain on like a two terabyte hard drive. Right. So it's really nothing to be concerned about in that aspect either. So I just. I don't know. I it's it seems like we're all relatively on the same page. I think the people that are overreacting, saying this is going to break Bitcoin, are complete idiots. I think people that are saying this has any value are idiots too. Like, are we all in agreement there? Then I guess.
2: I well, I think. No. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Dan.
0: No, yeah. So uh, I was going to kind of when you say like, is there any value? That's where maybe I guess, I, but it's kind oh, of how yeah. you inter- how you interpret. What you mean by value like so for example uh what you were saying earlier it incentivizes uh development and use of layer twos so you know with lightning network you can mostly as a casual small time user um avoid dealing with having to broadcast anything to the to the chain it's to layer one itself um you it does matter to people who are running lightning channels because they have to close those channels. They have to settle uh, on chain. So, but to the average user who's only spending a little bit, you know, if there's better layer twos, uh, that's going to benefit them a lot more. Um, and there's, you know, there's also if you if you look back at research, um, finding the cures for. Diseases, uh, breakthroughs in technology that allow us to advance as humans. Like very rarely is that research valuable when the all the money, all the funding, all the focus is going directly towards like trying to cure cancer, for example. They don't find anything. It's usually by accident. It's like an, a happenstance. They're studying something else and they discover something huge. And I think that this, you've got Bitcoin Core and you've got these people who are focusing on what they think. Is or they're trying to find the solution to something to make Bitcoin more efficient, to make it more censorship resistant, to make it more private, and by doing that, they're they're kind of narrowing their focus and they're kind of limiting the possibilities. And I think that this could draw in a bunch of annoying speculators who are trying to figure out ways to store data more efficiently or to to make uh, their transactions. You know, it, it could be any number of things that they're coming to do, and they may discover you know, a new way to uh, improve Bitcoin that benefits the, the network, the monetary network in ways that we can't explain. So like, I don't, when I say, when you say value, like I'm not saying like the, the JPEGs on Bitcoin are good. NFTs are valuable. I'm just saying that this adversity or this challenge or this uh, controversy, I think spurs innovation. It, it gets people's minds thinking uh, and, and there could be benefits that come from it.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah i like that train of thought it's like uh <laughs> it's like somebody got shot and they're they got to figure out what to do now so hopefully you figure out how to bandage that up <laughs> and yeah. you wouldn't have you wouldn't have known you had to bandage it up until you got shot not to say ordinals are a shot but that's the right but and and i guess you I've know
0: heard. now we're looking back on taproot and segwit and we're like wow like maybe we fucked up um and maybe the next time that we make a big change or if people who are considering seriously considering forking Bitcoin soft or hard, uh, to deal with this ordinals thing. Well, it's I hope that you considered it more thoroughly than you considered previous, um, consensus decisions, because now we're only seeing the the second order effects a couple years later.
1: Yeah. I have two thoughts there. Uh, Doug, sorry. I don't mean to talk over you. Did you have something?
2: I just want to say, stop fucking with layer one. <laughs> so
1: that that's kind of where I was gonna go with it, man. Like uh, on on January first, I had a spaces. We had literally ones of people there, and I said 2023, 2023 is gonna be the year to ossify. And I fucking heard more people say ossify in the last month and a half or however long we've been in this year than I ever had in the in the previous lifetime of bitcoin and maybe people are going to start thinking about that my concern is that like looking back people are now concerned uh uh-oh was taproot a good idea was taproot a bad idea we're not sure um was the issue with saying segwit was a bad idea is if segwit if we decide to make some rash decision and disable segwit well that just disables the lightning network, full stop, right? Like, all of a sudden, oh, we don't have SegWit anymore. So that means you can't have lightning. Isn't that right? So there's like a delicate mm-hmm. balance to play here. So, where, yeah, where do we decide to ossify? It, definitely, we know for sure, given this, the next time anybody proposes an up a bit, a Bitcoin, what is it, Bitcoin improvement protocol uh, proposal. It's going to be a lot more talked about. It was weird coming into... I was concerned about Taproot too. And I think maybe I was a little bit bandwagoning there. And it's hard not to when you see all your favorite Bitcoiners say, oh yeah, this is a good thing, this is a good thing. But it's important to always be uh, individualistic in your thinking and really dive into what the fuck's going on here. And I think that's going to be something that comes to Bitcoin more. I mean, it's already there a lot, but it really does seem like a war right now where... There's going to be people that choose sides uh, on whether this thing is good or bad or doesn't matter, and uh, yeah, the most important thing is to to stop and think critically about it. <laughs> like Dan, when you fucking message me, I don't know if you're fucking with me or not, man. But it's good that we have, um, what's the word? Combative, uh, like I don't know, discussion, a little bit of debate. On whether it's good or not, and I, I think adversarial kind of, thinking—that's the word, right? It's just like yeah. let me take the opposite side to make sure that I agree with what I'm thinking, so that you can at least understand the the attacker's point of view, as it were. Like right. um that girl Doug you were talking about that said uh saying being against this means you're against permissionlessness. It's like, wait a second, like stop and think about it for fucking four seconds, and just say, oh no, wait, that's a stupid fucking idea to have you're wrong but at least at least take it for a second and think about it because there's gonna be a lot of people and this is where I love Bitcoiners for the most part we're all like this type of thinker where we we do stop and we think but maybe come the next bull run you know there's more and more idiots getting into Bitcoin every day um and that could lead eventually to making some poor decisions and whether or not taproot was a bad decision I guess is TBD we'll see. But yeah, the key is to always be thinking whether or not it's good or bad. And I think ordinals are just, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, yeah, yeah. No, uh, the adverse, like we had the conversation in DM, I would have been happy to do it publicly, but it's like, if you've been following me for a while or we know each other, like, you know, I'm a Bitcoiner, you do, the people who follow me closely know I am. I can, I feel a lot more comfortable now taking that like, okay, you're going to jump into the uh, the groupthink and you're just going to start, you know, repeating the the mantras. Uh, yeah. I, I feel comfortable, like, putting that question out there. Like, are you sure? Like, what makes you so sure that this is right or wrong? And I'll ha- I like to have that debate. I like how John Carvalho, Bitcoin era log, uh, does it. You know, he, he, he can be very combative. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like him. And others do it, too. Uh, some people, like Udi and Eric Wall, are just, they're bad actors. But... They, you know, Eric, at least it's like, all right, make, make, makes you defend instead of just kind of going re. Yeah. Um, It's
1: important. It's important to make sure that you're not just spouting out the same shit that you read somebody else say. I see that a fuck ton on Bitcoin, Twitter and other places where you can just literally read a tweet that somebody wrote and you're like, oh, you just read what this other guy said. Yeah. And then you spit it back out and you think that you're clever now. Like that doesn't make you clever. What makes you clever is coming up with your own original thoughts and that, that's what I want to talk to. And anybody that, yeah, you need to be able to distinguish whether or not somebody's doing that, just copy paste sort of um, thinking where they're, they're not actually thinking they're just copying somebody else. That, that's the worst, that's the worst type of Bitcoiner in my, my opinion somebody that just can't think and maybe it's good that you fucking came and said oh why do you think this i'm like dan are you fucking retarded man listen this is why this is why this is why this is why this is why. And I, was, I was i was getting frustrated and i think i gave you a fair amount of uh reasons why i think ordinals are dumb and I, I think you respected my opinion that's right like okay yeah no we definitely care like we care about this we want we want to make the oh no, yeah
0: and i don't right i don't I don't get offended when I disagree with people like you're calling me retarded. Yeah, exactly. I just laugh. It's like, dude, like, I get it. Like that's what this is. We're obsessed and we're just going to bicker like, you know, over the smallest details, but I like, I don't dude. I don't get, uh, it doesn't hurt my feelings whatsoever. I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, that's good. Let's, uh, do you want to, should we bring up what your use case was for the, do you want to play the devil's advocate for what you thought? Oh, sure. Was, sure. No, no, I was not use
0: case. So, uh, the, It was kind of a stoner thought, which I'm, I'm, I ate an edible and I'm getting high. So this is a perfect time to talk about it. No, I was just, I've been thinking like the Bitcoin network is what the only thing that I'm aware of, uh, that effectively pierces like the, you know, the, the red firewall of China. So they don't, they have no access to internet outside of China. There is, you know, limited cases where people are able to get stuff out. Like there was been recent protests and there was a lot of, taiwanese phones that were being smuggled out with with data that connected to the taiwanese network they were able to uh, you know upload that video and get it out of china but getting information in and out of china is extremely difficult but the bitcoin network does that it it not only pierces the red firewall of the ccp uh, it gets perfectly legitimate information in and in value in and out of china digitally uh 24 7 every block and they're being able to put certain types of information not, not, not I'm not talking about JPEGs necessarily right but even, you know whether it's a document uh, some sort of critical document time sensitive document um, some sort of censored information that Chinese people are not able aware of um, or even you know to take it to re- take it really far something we discuss on high hash rate all the time is that a meme the technical definition, not necessarily just a picture with you know, impact font on it, is able to convey significant amounts of information and context, so much that sometimes it, it, more than a book of text could, could do. So being able to get information like that in and out of these uh, quote unquote blocked places, occasionally uh, backed by the most secure computer network uh, the world has ever seen. I think that there could be some value that comes from that at some point. I don't know exactly what it would be, uh, but I don't think that the the chances are zero that something like that couldn't be very useful at times.
1: Doug, do you have thoughts on that? I kind of want to hear what you think.
2: I, I do actually, because I would just make the argument that uh, uh, Noster would handle that. Like you don't need to fuck with layer one in order to have that kind of access because we already have Noster, which I don't, Dan, are you on Noster?
0: uh no so i've, I've been super what? busy at work well listen i've been super busy at work and then every time i get a link to like get Domus and to like get everything set up it's like something's down the beta launch for the mobile apps not available they're like all the seats are filled i just i have terrible you, time you know I'm, you I'm don't get need out apple to use noster right like well like- i don't need it to use I mean I'm, it, just right. no, I'm just calling your shit out because it's no, I'm just saying, like generally speaking, no, I'm if, just I'm, saying. if I'm using <laughs> if I'm using social media, right? Like it's it's on my phone. So yeah. I mean I could, yeah, no, I, I know I need to get to it. Yeah, maybe you
2: shouldn't it. have such a, a broken piece of shit then. I'm
0: just <laughs> yeah, saying Yeah, I know, I know. I I'm meaning <laughs> no, to get to it. No, though. But, but I'm not super I mean, like in a rush, but I don't need another social media platform. But I understand I'll, that it could be valuable and I need to have a presence.
2: Oh, I think I think you need to as a tech guy, I think you really like I'm not even a tech guy, and I see the value in it. Also, nice. what I really wanted you to answer was, yes, I'm definitely on Noster, so That One, I could follow you. And two, we could both point and laugh at Jeff, who's still not on Noster either. But turns out
1: you're all time. alone, Doug. All alone no, on Nostr, which is, which got, is not I the uncommon.
2: In the world. I got the best Bitcoiners in the world on Noster. All like, seven
1: of you guys. You're doing
2: great. <laughs> oh, oh, Bro. Mm, I'm just gonna be quiet. So my next question, though, Dan, this is a very important question: Are you on the raw milk yet? Are you doing oh the God. raw? milk
0: I don't <laughs> have a, I don't have a uh, like a uh, regular connection, but I've gotten some from friends. I'm not a big make- getrawmilk.com. Get I'm not milk. a huge <laughs> mi- raw. I'm not a huge milk drinker in general, you but I, I do drink it in the morning for breakfast when I'm like dude, lifting a lot. Raw milk will that's change what I your life, dude
2: raw milk would change your life i'm promising you
0: i, yeah, I, do I don't even, I <laughs> Jeff I wants to liver. say
2: that this is the this is the season of 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 uh what what, what what's this called jeff season 5 Disag- is the disagreement Disagreements. i disagree with that disagreement statement raw uh, c- season 5 is the season of raw milk. I'm going to bring it up every oh fucking episode. I don't even, oh boy, it, wasn't, it, was
1: it, it wasn't even fitting. You got to sneak it in somehow in a fitting way. You just it absolutely it down was. Like, it was two things I was splashing. curious about.
2: I don't, you know what? I don't <laughs> This show is it's permissionless. Always, it's always Suck something you're dick. curious
1: about. Okay. I want to, I, I want to go back to the <laughs> idea before of,
0: we, before we do, let me just say, you guys got to get Reed Womack on. He works at Swan. He is, um, he's a, Kind of a hybrid between diligent ninja and you know just the average person who uses the internet and has like lives in somewhat of a society but dude Hardcore raw milk maximalist, hardcore, that's my boy, which you
2: guarantees it. that we'll never have him on the show yeah, because Jeff yeah. hates it. No, that's Jeff fine. Yes, yeah, send him
1: our
0: hates,
2: info. Yeah. Wait, what oh, happened sure. to Diligent? Did he just like no? He's on Telegram. I talked to him.
1: I'm talking to him on Telegram. Okay, oh, good. are you all right? Tell yeah, him to fucking talk well. to me, dude,
2: because I haven't heard from him in like months. I missed that. He's guy. on Telegram. Yeah, he's on Telegram. I'll uh, send you good. his thing. No, also, I, I'm, I'm connected with him on Telegram. I just never use it, so I didn't think of it. I don't, I gotta.
0: I just want I'm glad to hear he's okay. I wasn't sure if he was like something bad <laughs> he happened. Sh- yeah, he that's shot, kind a, of what he I was shot a bear
2: recently. no shit. So. Well, that's <laughs> what really? I was worried
0: about. The bears. We talked about the bears on high hash rate, dude. He was yeah. like had just had to shoot at one like the day before.
2: There's one Oh particular- no, I no, I listened to that episode. That was a while ago though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Apparently.
0: like a year. Well, it was probably in the spring of last year
1: so he yeah. said there's one particular bear that keeps coming around and i'm like well what are you shooting it with that it's not dying he's shooting it with just like low caliber rounds just to scare it off because yeah. he so said if, if you end up yeah if you end up killing it then just another bear comes in and takes its place i was like oh, that's interesting so he just has to keep it scared enough to keep away from him. but he is doing well he is alive and well in his shack and it's actually pretty nice uh, out here so it's not too cold for him which is good too uh, if, if you guys are, show, if I you guys mean, are listening, he's the best.
2: He's one of the few like Twitter Bitcoiners. Like Dan is one. I'm not like, like legit. Dan is a guy that I love talking to on Twitter. Diligent oh, yeah. is a guy that I love talking to that, you know, and it's like, they're like, uh, Arizona Hoddle is another one. Like there are just some guys that I genuinely like, you know, that, that I like having on the show as well. And I, I do, I miss, I miss diligent a little bit. Not going to lie
1: we'll get him back on for sure. Okay, let, let's talk about go check out that episode from season fill in the blank there for Yeah, somewhere back there. Super interesting guy. Okay. Dan, this is my issue with bringing uh information onto the blockchain to share with uh people in uh authoritarian states is that there's no like the Bitcoin blockchain is is meant to is meant to be the use for accounting of sats. And you can tell that because there's sats here and there's sats there and you can follow them. And that's what it does. As soon as you put anything else on there, it's not verifiable. It not you could put, uh, dear China, Chinese people, you're in an authoritarian state, everything's bad, you need to escape. And they can read that just because it's on fucking the Bitcoin blockchain doesn't make it legit. Like there's nothing that makes that any more legit than somebody writing two plus two equals five on the blockchain. You can't prove truth in anything except for what Bitcoin does is it proves the truth of where the SATs are and where they're where they're accounted for, which is why Bitcoin's so amazing. But it's only use, it's only use and the only use for blockchain at large, which is why all these other shit coins are useless, which is why NFTs don't make sense is all it can do is show you where the sats are. That's it. There's no other, there's no other truth that can be held there. You can, there's for, for a JPEG to go somewhere, you don't need a mutable history to prove it exists. You don't need history to prove anything exists other than sats. Because everything else you can prove it exists by holding it or showing it. If I have a if I have a Yeti coffee mug, I don't need to say, well, uh, I got this fucking what's it called? A QR code on it that shows that it's legit. It's like, I'm holding it. That's how I fucking know it's legit. And that's the is only the way to know it's real, legit.
2: Or is the diamond just an NFT?
1: Exactly. You can't NFT a diamond. You can hold a diamond and check for its um, validity or whatever you want like uh yeah I guess
2: certificate of authenticity
1: authenticity that's the word I'm looking for but you can put a fucking QR code and say oh well it's verified on the blockchain doesn't mean fucking shit all that means is that there's SATs on the blockchain. That's it. So that's my concern. And again that goes back to the ordinals. You can say this sat represents this JPEG or this sat represents this fucking song. I got in another oh man we haven't even talked I got in another argument with somebody that said, uh, you can wait! Own wait, wait song. before you do that,
2: why don't, why yeah, don't we let Dan answer that that argument before you just yeah, yeah. no, you know, no, I,
0: fundamentally, sure. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think that you're wrong per se, but um, because you're right about um, you can't Everything. NFT like a diamond, right? Uh, however, if you think about what is money, it's fundamentally just information. It manifests itself in the physical world, but it, really it's just information uh, or how we're using to, to uh, store, I guess, in the objective ether, uh, what that information means. So there is uh, information out there that is potentially very valuable, digital information. Uh, verifiable in the sense that, you know, You can check the chemical properties of something physical. And then other than that, it's like, you know, Bitcoin, this is the proof of a transaction, the proof of work behind it. But if you, you know, not today, the, the, these stupid ordinals, you know, they're, they're quite cheap, but at a certain time in the future, the most people are going to be priced out of using the base layer. That's kind of how it's designed to be if it became the global reserve currency for example you, the average most people wouldn't be priced out of really using the main chain so the the fees the amount of value that it could eventually lead up to that information if it was backed by a, a certain amount of a price you know you can't say for sure like like you can test something physically but if you have you put enough weight uh, of of skin in the game, right? To like put value behind some digital information that's signal to the rest of the world in history and in the current time, this information was considered so valuable that it's cost this much to be backed on this limited space database that the world would always have access to in the future and currently, no matter where they were. So in that sense, I think that there could be some limited value potentially
1: okay but overall i overall
0: everyday use case type things a hundred percent what you're saying is is true
1: so my main concern with what you just described there is you basically just described what proof of stake is i have lots of money so
0: what i say is truth not not so much what you say is truth more so i've put a bunch of money on this there's no value i'm getting back from it but that information is out there and it's backed by my speech of payment. Um, and it's not like you don't get to control consensus, you don't get this say over society. It's just kind of like, I publish this at a high expense, it must be valuable. And, me, and people yeah. can decide on that as they will. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think it just comes back to that subjectivity. It's like, if, if you think something's oh, totally. valuable, that's fine. Like, I, you know, I had that realization today I had somebody that had to come do some work on my car and I was like, Oh, do you accept Bitcoin? And he's like, no. And he was actually curious. So I talked to him about it for a while, but at that moment, my Bitcoin is worthless. Like Mm -hmm. I can have all the Bitcoin in the world. If I can't trade it with somebody, there is no value there. It's the exact same way. You can have all the fucking ordinals in the world. If nobody gives a fuck, they're valueless. So it comes back to that idea that value in general is just a subjective con- concept and it only grows by more and more people being included in the network. So you need to have people believe like that, that find use in using Bitcoin in order for your Bitcoins to become more valuable, which is something that a lot of people don't think about. It's like, yeah, Bitcoin's going to go up in value because more and more people are going to pour dollars into it but it's also going to become more and more valuable because more and more people are going to use it. So then once more and more people are transacting in Bitcoin, more people want Bitcoin because it's easier to use, which is, which was the position I was taking with this particular guy that came to my house. I was like, yeah, man, like there's, there's the, the fact that it's an quote unquote investment to store wealth, but it's also just like he had one of those, uh, Uh, it looks like an iPhone, but it's not, it's a little bit thicker and you can tap your phone on and it's like a debit machine. So yeah, you had to pay 300 bucks for this upfront and they take a cut of every transaction. If you use Bitcoin, you can just disregard this altogether and you still get your money. So that value becomes uh, what the value of Bitcoin is just kind of changes from dollars worth to actual use case, which is interesting. And so again, you go back to ordinals and you say, what's the use case of this? Does it make sense does it make sense to store a song on the blockchain? No. Does it make sense to store a JPEG on the blockchain? No. And I mean that for me, like just for me personally, that's what I always bring it back to. What do I think? Cause that's what really matters. Do I care that this sat uh, has a JPEG attached to it? No. Okay. So then there's no value there. Do I care that there are 21 million Bitcoins that are ever gonna be? Yes. Therefore that part of the Bitcoin protocol does matter. And you get to choose what does and doesn't. And the network effect is going to grow around what makes the most logical sense for the most amount of people. And that's going to come down to the most condensed version of it, which is just Bitcoin is a network that you can use to transact sats. And that's it. If you want to add anything on top of it, it's never going to take off because it doesn't make sense for it to take off. It doesn't make sense to use it for anything else.
0: No, yeah, I, I agree with that. Totally. Um, I think that the fundamental reason for the controversy, right. Is that, uh, a lot of people think like that. I, I think like that. Um, but there's, you know, if a billion new people join Bitcoin because they just fucking love these worthless NFTs and they, they, the network becomes what everybody else, all the users want it to be ultimately. And if that's not, and I think there's people who are like, you know, conservative, been around for a few years, right? Like, they th- no, this is bullshit. It's money. And it's kind of like a get off my lawn type of thing. Because ultimately, unless the network either works this out, you know, the free market way due to incentives, which I think it will, um, either it does that or it uh, it changes based on all these new users and what they want to use it for. And I hope it doesn't become a NFT chain but i you know again i don't think it will i think that you're you know there is a subjectivity to value it's a social construct as the left likes to say about gender but uh at the end of the day it's it's you know it's still expensive and you're not getting anything out of it with these stupid jpegs it's it's just gonna it's a fad that won't it won't hold there's a finite amount of sats and they have to pay more into it than what they get out of it
1: and I think I think even if this is the other thing that makes bitcoin so resilient is that even if a billion people say that ordinals are cool eventually those billion people are going to die out and the hardest version of bitcoin is going to win. So It's going
0: to It's going to yeah. be a bunch of people who come on they spend a bunch of sats to mine or to mint all these stupid NFTs, and then they run out of Sats, and who has all the Sats? The people who took <laughs> them from the idiots who wanted to spend them on NFTs, and now all the Bitcoiners, the the money people, the hard money motherfuckers, they're uh, they're the one who has all the Sats. So it goes back to what we want it to be anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always comes back to you only have so many Sats. And there's going to be an unlimited amount. Like we can talk about the scarcity of NFTs too for a second or ordinals. Like just the absurdity that there's those ether rocks and then they put the, which is hilarious. Cause I fucking tweeted one out like literally days before this whole shindig went down. I'm like, look at how stupid this is. And then like days later, it's like, okay, they're on Bitcoin now. I was like, what the fuck? But, um, Just the idea that, oh, these rocks are really rare. And then, oh, wait a second. There's another collection of rocks that are really rare. Is a complete, like, shit on the face of this doesn't make sense. If they're rare there and they're rare there and you can make another set over here that's rare, which one's really rare? None of them are because you can just keep arbitrarily making them. I don't know how the fucking NFT people. Oh, man, just thinking about the NFT people is so stupid. Like, oh man, we got these, we got these apes. Okay, well, I can verify mine on this blockchain, and I can verify mine on this blockchain. There's, there's nothing here. There's nothing saying people can't make this again, and there's nothing stopping anybody from, <laughs> to use the the quote, you know, right click saving it. It just, it's all so stupid. And at the base case of ordinals, you should like most people should look at it and say. Is it good for Bitcoin? Is it bad for Bitcoin? Does it matter for Bitcoin? What's the key of Bitcoin? We want it to be... Well, my my most concern is I want it to be as decentralized as possible and as hard as possible. Does this affect either of those things? No. Did Do some people think it does affect decentralization? Yes, because the, the, a, a key part of Bitcoin is that you want to keep the block size small. You want to keep the, the chain um, low in data so that the maximum amount of people can run a node. This is the problem that Ethereum had where there's so much data that not any random person can just whip up a node. And that's branched off into there. Now is like three different types of nodes, which we talked about that a little while ago. I can't remember what they're called, but there's all these different types of nodes you can run the archive node and the this and then that with Bitcoin. It's just like, you just want to run the entire entire blockchain or time chain, whatever you prefer to call it. And then that's it and ordinals will not hurt that for the foreseeable at least century so there's nothing there's nothing to worry about there so i'm not worried about uh, ordinals (laughs) yeah sorry yeah
0: ordinals essentially uh you've convinced maybe a huge group of new people to buy five uh silver tokens from you and then turn around and give you four of them And then you give them one back but you say this one's blessed by the king so it's (laughs) it's it's better you you're actually getting more out of this than me and then eventually (laughs) they just have to keep buying more silver tokens from you and they just you know they're buying more sats and then minting their stupid nft and then they 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 want more they they have to just keep giving us all their sats
1: absolutely all right any more any more thoughts on on uh ordinals doug Do you? you, Are you? Stop fucking
2: with layer one. That's all I have to say. Should we?
1: Should we start pushing the narrative to ossify? Ossify twenty twenty three. Do you think that narrative needs to? Yeah, you know, I
2: honestly, on principle, I generally hate to agree with you on anything, (laughs) but, but no, I honestly, the magic of Bitcoin. What makes it Bitcoin? Like, and and this is literally from day one of this podcast is this idea that it's a super simple idea that had technology, you know, applied to it. And, and it was just something no one had ever really thought of or, or, or quote unquote discovered before. And, and all of these, all of these things, I really think like this whole, this whole ordinal thing just shows us that there are, in my opinion, just my opinion take it. For, it's, it's literally worth what you paid for it. Right. My opinion is worth what you paid for it. We have way too many fiat shit coiners in Bitcoin still. So yes, ossify the hell out of it. That's fine. And then send it to, to 4k. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit at this point. Get rid of these people <laughs> because I just, I agree with Dan and the idea of like, it's a good discussion to have. We should definitely, you know, we should definitely kind of debate back and forth. But ultimately, if if the majority of us are not in it for the ledger technology, I'm going to call it, then what are we doing, right? Because we're not much different than Ethereum or or fiat U.S. dollars or any other of the fiats, you know. Like, what are we doing if we're tr- if we're trying to make it new and edgy and cool? If we're not just creating a ledger that says you owe me this and i owe you that then it's not then we're not doing anything we're just recreating the same kind of shit that has been going on for the last 1000 years it's nothing in and, and fuck it
0: then you know that's <laughs> it that's all i'm going to say right on yeah so when it comes to ossification um i in like in a broader sense totally agree with you guys uh in this in the very technical sense of it Here's why I disagree a little bit. So when, you know, I'll use this example. Sometimes people will ask me or I'll see it on Twitter and they'll say, what's the next, uh, what's going to be the next Bitcoin that comes in along and is better than Bitcoin. Right. And it's a funny question. People usually mock them or shitcoiners coiners have some stupid, uh, tweet that they, they, they make to say that their coin's going to beat it. But I usually just say, yeah, whatever the next version of Bitcoin is, will be the next better Bitcoin because Mm -hmm. it's software it's, you know, it's, it's an iterative process and I'm a software engineer. So from the day Satoshi released Bitcoin, uh, and then immediately, or not immediately, but very soon, other developers started to analyze it and, and, and pick it apart and look for flaws and, and make improvements. And they started iterating on Bitcoin very early on. And they're always going to iterate on Bitcoin um, because software is can always be made stronger, can always be made more robust. You can always add better privacy. But in the sense, so in that sense, no, I think that they should keep iterating. But in the the broader sense, that we shouldn't be making these grand changes these huge these forks so these you know these big new ideas that we don't think through very very carefully for a very very long time it's like adding to the to the constitution right you need like the constitutional convention or you need so many states to pass something it doesn't happen very often it's it's not completely ossified but it's more ossified than not and i think that uh or more than than in this dynamic so i think that generally speaking, slow it way down. We don't have to add all these new features, but uh, I don't think that we should stop completely uh, adding improvements, doing maintenance on the software, et cetera. That's all
2: interesting. Right. I guess, I guess from, a, from a non-technical
0: standpoint, I could. But from a non-technical standpoint, of... yes, I'm with you.
2: Right, no, no. I was gonna say, from a non-technical standpoint, I can agree with that sentiment. I just, I don't see a lot of, again, the way Bitcoin was designed was to do a very specific task, and if you start adding things to it, and again, I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you, and then also throwing my two cents on top again. Totally. But it's like, if you if you if you get away from the mission statement that was Bitcoin, then you're not doing Bitcoin, in my opinion. You're you're doing something else, and I don't know what you want to call it. I don't I don't know, but like, you know, if you if you want to talk about making it you know more secure and everything else fine great but yeah i i agree with that statement 100 percent. it's just stop fucking with layer one like just mm-hmm. stop like like make it a little better fine but stop screwing with level one because level one is the reason most hardcore bitcoiners got into bitcoin is because it is this perfect money if you start messing with that you are going to make it unperfect money. You're going to just be reiterating the the fiat system at some point because every and this is this is the issue, right? The idea of Bitcoin is that every human being will uh, he will try to mold things to his own best interest. That's what they're going to do. So what are we seeing right now? We're seeing all of these miners and, and some of them are being right up front about it and that's great. That's fine. But they're all saying, yeah, this is great for us. So we should do it. Right. Let's, let's take that off the table for everybody and just say, nobody gets an advantage on this. Nobody gets to play with the money. Like layer one stays layer one. If you guys want to tack stuff on that can be manipulated or whatever, fine. Because then guys like me and Jeff are just to be like, I'm only using layer one, go fuck yourselves, I don't care. You know, that's that's kind of my argument is this idea of we know that Bitcoin incentivizes people to act in their own best interests. Mm-hmm. Part of what Bitcoin did at the outset was it didn't let people's own best interests outweigh anybody else's own best interest. So I want to maintain that idea. I don't think my interests should outweigh Jeff's or yours or anybody listening. I think Bitcoin was the perfect system to make sure that everybody's best interests were all met at the base level. So don't screw with the base level. That's my argument.
0: Totally. And you know what? My last caveat, Jeff, before I interrupt you on your own show. uh, No, it's okay. uh, Is that while... I pump my fist and say hell yes to exact everything you said. My only caveat would be that, I while I agree, a, a lot of people aren't using the layer one right now. You know, a lot of I'm still s- stacking sats every single day. I know I'm sure you guys are as well, and many of us all, are out there. And some people are using it in transactions as much as possible. Again, like, like I'm trying to do. However, even doing that, uh, the the blocks are. The mempool until today i think the mempool is actually 140 megabytes it's actually an olympic size mempool so uh we're seeing this really happen in action but if we're not using all that block space letting these dipshits come in and holding them up by their ankles and taking their lunch money so they can mint a bunch of nfts they're staying within the consensus rules they're not They're not breaking. They're not doing anything. They're not currently adding anything more than just transactions in the um, within the consensus rules. And once Bitcoin gets deeper and deeper into society, and fiat continues to lose its value, and people are forced to come to Bitcoin to use it for the monetary technology, we'll price all these nerds out if they have any money left. Uh, So I think right now they're just they're just. They're using, they're, they're filling these blocks. They're helping miners have revenue. If you're a miner, that you get value out of that. And so that's how I kind of look at it. It's like maybe something good will come out of this for now. It's just people paying to keep Bitcoin being used every day.
1: It's interesting because, yeah, like you can think of it. I think Udi said this. It's like in the shitcoin world, there's new cool thing, <laughs> new cool in quotes, things happening all the time, and it's bringing people into all these new cool projects. Whereas Bitcoin's kind of boring; nothing really exciting happens on it. And this Ordinals thing has been the first thing in a while where people are excited to check it out and see what it can do. So, on one hand, we're bringing new people into Bitcoin to check out Bitcoin and think that Bitcoin's cool. But on the other hand, it's like the people that are coming in for ordinals are not going to be here, are, don't need Bitcoin. They're, they're not here for what Bitcoin's actually used for. So it's going to bring a whole bunch of people in that aren't going to get it anyways. And the most the best use case for Bitcoin is when you need it. Uh, like like Nigeria right now, there's people that are in Nigeria, they don't have money, so they need Bitcoin so they can use Bitcoin. Those are the people that are going to use Bitcoin and stay and actually get value out of it. Just bring a whole, like even if it brings thousands of people to say, oh, Bitcoin's cool, we can do NFTs now. Okay, great. We got a bunch of fucking idiots on Bitcoin. Like we don't need them. They're, they're, we don't need, Bit- we don't need more, any. we don't need anybody else to join Bitcoin. I'm fine if just the people that are in Bitcoin right now are the only people that ever use Bitcoin for the rest of time. It doesn't matter. It just so happens that more people are going to use it because they're going to be forced to use it because their money is going to fail, right? So those are the people that I care about. I don't care about making Bitcoin the cool, hot new project that everybody wants to see what's going on. And it's going to be annoying to have to hear that shit when more people come in. Oh, I heard about this cool new thing you can do on Bitcoin. Like, I don't know how many conversations I've had with people about NFTs and explaining how fucking pointless they are because they think it's this hot new thing that's going to make them all this money. It's like, no, NFTs are worthless. And it's just, this is going to open the door to a whole bunch of people thinking that there's some, some cool, funky new thing that you can do with Bitcoin, when in reality, it's just a major distraction.
0: And yeah, it no. does, it, uh, yeah it, it just I get that matter. sentiment for sure. I think uh, I'm a little more optimistic. I think that, uh, you, like I agree, with you said people that don't get it, but they might get to it and they might get it. They might start to get it. Uh, it might cause a lot more people to drink the or-, or take the orange pill through, mm-hmm. a, you know, maybe they start off as idiots, but so did I. So
1: yeah that's true i guess we'll get we'll get one or two people that's
2: that's, kind of that's kind of how we started that's how i started for sure so
1: not me not me hardcore maximus from day one (laughs) you guys don't get it
2: you were you were the most you were the most maxi ever
1: (laughs) i was i was oh i love bitcoin it's so good this is uh this has been a good chat dan dude appreciate you coming on to chat ordinals hopefully this uh episode gets erased in the memories of people within, uh, a lot of our episodes we try to make timeless, where people can go back and uh, mm-hmm. learn something about Bitcoin. Hopefully, this is one where people go back and say, "What the fuck is Ordinals? What is this episode about?" <laughs> That—that's what my major hope is. So we can only we can only see, wait and see. All right, man. Uh, Doug, are we doing the other stuff on the show? Is this?
2: Hell yeah, we are. We're absolutely gonna do. Boost Reads. It's party time! That's right, it's time for uh, Boost Reads, my friend.
1: Well, we didn't have an episode last week, so we have no new Boost Reads, but we should do...
2: We We had Ben on last week.
1: But that episode's not live yet.
2: Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. We can't do Boost Reads. But, if we did have a Boost Reads, let me tell you something. That podcast and this podcast would have been sponsored by River. You can securely buy Bitcoin, purchasing mining rigs, and even access the Lightning Network. If you want to avoid this whole ordinals nonsense, just use Lightning Network at river.com. You can get started by using the link in the show notes and getting up to $10,000 in bonuses on River. And that link is partner.river.com backslash why bitcoin podcast and river we thank you for the sponsorship and for the sweet sweet mugs and shirts thanks guys (laughs) all right right on
1: let's roll right into
2: why bitcoin presents your weekly price chat that's right it's time for the weekly why bitcoin podcast Price check.
1: All right, as my, all right, okay. Jeff. <laughs> so for That's the price how check, it works. Uh, every week we keep it, keep an eye on the price and we keep it interesting by making a guess on what we think the price is going to be the following week and we keep it even more interesting by uh, having a gamble on the line. Me and Doug try and see who's going to guess closer and whoever gets closer gets a point and whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins a pot of sats. The pot of sats starts at 100000 and if we have a guest on, we ask that they play along. And if the guest guess if the guest guesses closer than mine or Doug's guess, we add five thousand sats to the pot. Uh, all right, Dan, you're well versed in our little silly game here at the end, so let's just uh, go into no, no, what no, no. The... no, no. Uh, what am I missing? Just tell
2: them what happens because I'm trying to do the math on it real fast.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, I kind of already said all that happens.
2: I will save what, what 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 happens. What happens when? Uh... Damn it, dude! I'm trying to do math, and you're making okay. Me talk and I will, I tough. will,
1: I will, I will do stuff. This is okay. I've been contemplating. Dan, what do you think of the price? Because the thing is, I always say the price doesn't matter, but there is the fact that the price will, like, it does matter in the sense that people care about it to bring it in. I don't know, man. Like Ben Justin was on, and he says the price matters because it sparks people's interest. I guess it's just such a preliminary thing in the mind of a Bitcoiner. I guess that's why I don't care about it. Like, do you care about the price at all, dude? Seriously, uh, Dan, not
0: day to not day. To day. Um, yeah, I think it matters to like you know if if, if you only have a few thousand Sats and that's all you have to your name, and you've got some bills to pay or you got something to buy probably want it to be uh trending up in dollar terms or whatever your local currency terms are so i in that sense i think it matters to some people it matters to i guess traders and idiots like that but uh now the day-to-day price is. it's nice when it's down and i can buy it for cheaper but other than that it's i don't i don't i don't look at it almost at all i've started not, to i'm not interested by it
1: i've started to think like i mean i've been all in for a long time now And this uh, bear market, as it were, kind of, (laughs) it's so bad because I tell myself, maybe I won't go all in. Maybe I'll have some savings in fiat on the side. (laughs) And I just, I can't even get through that thought in my head without laughing. Because like, I just, it does, uh, Pierre Rochard, his wife, Morgan Rochard, I think, Mm -hmm, said, mm -hmm. it's important to have a fiat savings account. I'm like, my fiat's in Bitcoin, man. Like if I, if I need savings. It's coming out of Bitcoin. Th- that's where I'm at now. But maybe that, I don't know if that's good advice or not. Anybody that's listening, you should definitely weigh your pros and cons of being an all-in maniac like I am. I'm more here to fight the revolution, you know? It's like, I just don't want any of my monetary energy that I've earned with my life to be in a system that's as evil as the fiat system, which is why I'm all in. It's not about gaining mo- like It's not about making money. It's not about any of that. It's just like, the fiat system is so fucking evil that I want to be a part of it for as little amount of time as possible. That's literally what's in my heart. It's like, I hate holding fiat because I know how evil the people that control that shit is. And that, it's a pretty, that, that's pretty maximalist thinking. I know not everybody's at that point, but the more you learn about what fiat is, it's like, why would you want to partake in this? There's cocaine all over these bills. This money is used for child <laughs> pornography. You know, this money is used to, to start wars. It's the same thing. All, the all right. All right. Things. We get it. We get okay. it.
2: We get it. We get it. Did I, I rant I've enough? No. It was super close, dude. That's why I had to do the math. So last oh, week we had Ben Justman on from Peony Lanes Wine. Awesome, dude. We appreciate you coming on, buddy. Hope you come on again. All right. He said, price this week was going to be 20,000 even jeff was at 22,222 and 22 cents and I was at 23,564 and 18 cents and as of right now according to uh time chain what's it called timechainstats.com 22,894.53 so you guys maybe want to check my math especially in the uh in the listeners column there but according to my math jeff was 674.31 dollars away i was 667.65 cents away wow. so like it was like the most close which is why i had to do the math which is why i wanted jeff to fucking vamp because i had to try to do that math real fast so, so who won? you won so i won but not by much dude like when you look like eight- at d- eight dollars
1: that's crazy that's crazy we're getting good man follow our, our other podcast why bitcoin TA, yeah follow us for more we...
2: ta advice <laughs> Do, when you
1: wait i i have the time chain calendar on my phone now which is another super awesome app there's twenty one thousand yeah. nine hundred seventy eight unconfirmed transactions 46 going 46 blocks back this this is pretty wild man <laughs> uh th- this will be a time in history people remember because that is uh that is a lot of unconfirmed transactions.
2: Huh. huh. Oh, well, interesting. Very interesting. All right. We're going to take 30 seconds, Dan. You know how this works. We're take 30 seconds. We're going to write our answer down. And uh, we're going to start that 30 seconds right now. All right.
0: Dan is our guest. You get to go first. In that 30 seconds, I took the time to uh, create an ordinal inscription on a SAT of my guess. So I'll share that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My, uh, my guess is $21,721 and 21 cents. 721 and 21 Twenty one yeah, twenty-one thousand seven hundred and twenty-one dollars. I, mean, I think we're going back to
1: twenty-one. No way,
0: man.
2: Mm-hmm. Never under twenty-two
1: again.
0: All right, Jeff, oh, I
2: went I, I won, so I'll go next. I uh I'm at twenty two thousand eight hundred and ninety-four point oh five.
1: right on. Uh okay, one of you just
2: guys want that crab walk, baby. Just want that crab walk.
1: One of you guys are the who was the bitch bear then? I'm the bull. Who's the, who's the bitch bear? Uh, I you said Dan, twenty two. Dan's, Dan's a bitch bear. What a bitch bear on our show! All wow, right, I said, uh, I said I said twenty three thousand one hundred and twenty three dollars and forty five cents.
0: Forty five. All right. All I right. Wanna, Very I cool. Wanna, I want to uh, bring up the fact that last year when I was on, I think we did like a six month conversation where we thought thought the price was going to be or maybe a year. And I think I said somewhere below 30. And you guys were saying way up high. So the bitch bear, unfortunately, <laughs> was right last year. I hope I'm not right this time.
1: Bitch eh, bears <laughs> usually win, man. It's fine. That's interesting. You should go back and check that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, Danny, thanks for coming back on for the 3 Pete. Dude, tell the – let's give him a, a second here to show what he's got. Definitely tell them about your podcast because I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's a high hash rate. Uh, to play on words we get stoned and just kind of have high level conversations that don't have to be super accurate just kind of talking it's kind of like what we did today um and then if you are a financial advisor or a funny or you know one i built swan financial uh financial services the financial advisor platform so check that out at swan advisor if you're interested in that it's the only um it's the only platform where your financial advisor if you have a relationship with one where they can uh, buy Bitcoin for you, and you can withdraw it into self custody, so
2: it's very cool, uh, man. What's your uh, What's your Twitter, man? And and uh, how do they find your podcast?
0: Twitter is H H Heartland Bitcoin H R T L N D Bitcoin, and the uh, High Hash Rate. It's on Fountain, uh, Spotify. You can check it out at High Hash Rate on uh, Twitter.
1: Right on, right on. All right, uh, Doug, you won. You get to take it out, man.
2: So much pressure on only the second second episode of the season. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to stick with my original uh, proposition, guys. I want you guys, everybody, please think about this for a second. Think about whether or not what I'm saying is accurate in your own life. The things that you find the most important are the things that you hold the most exclusivity about. I really believe that is how we have to approach life because those are the things that we need to defend. Those are the things that mean the most important to us. And one of those things should be Bitcoin. So until next week, thanks for listening and keep stacking sats. All right. Cut.